Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not She's singing. You know I'm not taking that out. (laughs) As soon as that button is pressed, everything is a go. (laughs) Uh Why should we leave meeting now? Click. I'm so done. Please don't leave the meeting. (laughs) Then I'm just going to be looking at the damn computer screen like, okay, she's coming back. No. Please don't leave me. I I I was about to go all full pink. I was about to go full pink on that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Sudden triggered. And I was like, you better do it. You better do it. But I was like, no, I can't. I cannot. <laughs> oh, anyways, let I'm supposed to be starting the show. Okay. <clears throat> Composure. Damn, that's right there. We don't need to start the show. We they already know who he is by this point. They just like this nigga still hasn't gotten that shit together. Like, hell no. Nah. What episode is this on? Like, can you be more professional? Two thousand twenty-six. Look, still, still not starting the episode out right. All right, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. This bitch, I would, I would jump across this damn thing. <laughs> I would go cyber on you. <laughs> I'm trying to say I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Hallelujah Podcast, where we step out and talk about sexuality. It's your boy Vernon T. Scott, your host here. Also, no, don't even do it because I know you was about to. Also known as Slater Jackson, as well as Sebastian Zaddles, depending on how you found me. Shade is over here dying. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm kidding. I thought Keisha for the ones in the Mercedes. <laughs> or Gling Coco. Oh, yes. Oh, girl, we need to bring you back to Gling Coco. The Gling Coco. Child, four for you, Gling Coco. You go, Gling Coco. Oh, the good times. All right, y'all. So today we have a tough topic to talk about. The topic of today is rape culture. Hmm. I'm just trying to not get depressed already. But <laughs> we're going to try our best to keep this energized. So Shane, I yes. want to start it off by asking you, uh, what do you think rape culture is? Rape culture, I just think it's just a, the minimization of just sexual assault, sexual harassment, just anything that inappropriate truthfully because people like they make a lot of things to seem like oh it's a minor inconvenience like that what is that phrase boys will be boys mm-hmm. if he's mean to you it means he likes you just like abuse to also factor in abuse in that as well like sexual mental and all like that like i fact that into the rape culture as well because that plays a part in how we process and accept things especially the victims mm. of these um terrible uh circumstances 
You're right. Um, definitely. I agree with just about everything. Well, actually, all that you said, because it all has a way in, in, a, uh, in a sense, coming back to rape culture, most definitely when it comes to abuse and how people manipulate others. Uh, it, it is a part of rape culture. Um, like, I, I, I'm glad I actually thought about saying the word manipulation. That was like literally just came out of my mouth without me thinking. But uh, when you think about consent uh, and how you um, being consent forward or however you operate in your life, manipulation takes away consent. It makes it forces you or convinces you to do something that you do not want to do, um, like persuas um, uh, being persuasive. Uh, that's another reason why I personally have issues. Coercion. Oh, and coercion. But that's a reason why I really have issues with going to car dealerships. Um, because I do get triggered <laughs> every time I go. Because it's <laughs> like car dealership. I'm being real. It's like you're manipulating me or you're trying to persuade me or sell something to me that you know I'm not here for. If you know I want something that is cheap, something that is affordable for me, then let me just coach me in a way or coach me into a purchase that is best for me if you think you know what's better even though i'm telling you what is best for me but it's like that persuasive tactic is just something that i could never like get behind mm -hmm. even when i was working in um you know not necessarily sales but you know call center life and having to do upsells with people and they're like you have to do it on every single call but i'm like if I could tell this person is not in the right mental state or if they are very frustrated, why are you trying to force me to do something that I don't want to do for just for the sake of profits? It's not making any mm -hmm. sense to me. Like, um, to me, that is also in some way rooted within rape culture. Yeah. And uh, something that you mentioned, because you said victim and it's part of the topics that we need to talk about, victim blaming. Go, that go, go pisses off. me off no matter the gender like it just pisses me off really much because with women it's like what were they wearing why are they out why weren't they with someone what did they do to lead this person on and such things like that and then with men if they're sexually assaulted by a woman or just overall harassed whatever why is he complaining he should have liked it and stuff like that i was like if they express that they are not interested leave it at that anything beyond that you're you're fucked up facts and i so this is <clears throat> how i like to connect dots of victim blaming with rape culture and like even some of the things that happens in society is like when i look at legal cases that's all i see is nothing but victim blaming a lot of our um justice system as mm -hmm. uh, i put quotes on that for those who cannot see me uh, our justice system is all about victim blaming so that the person who actually was the perpetrator of a crime gets away and it's like even looking um, back at the Maude Aubrey trial well his not trial his um the, his murder case mm -hmm. um all you see is people trying to make him out to be a villain when he is literally the victim you have three white people three white men chasing him shot him just because they, he was in the wrong neighborhood and they're trying to justify that rather than saying we know our clients were wrong this is like make an actual argument of why they should do less time than the time that they need to do like yeah. the criminal system is just fucked up honestly don't let the victim like the perpetrator be an athlete oh god a college or high school athlete no matter just an athlete of a 
especially football or basketball team. Mm, a big money bringer. Yes. Like, don't let the victim be someone of those of either sport. They are going to be wrecked across hot coals for no fucking reason, even when there's proof that the that the person did it. I can't, there was a documentary on on Netflix a while ago about three girls who were sexually assaulted by a high school football team. There was evidence that they that these boys planned and committed these acts because of a group chat on Facebook that they had and someone leaked the messages and stuff inside of there. They were still blamed. They were told to shut up or they're going to ruin these kids' careers. I'm like, ruin their careers. Ruin them. Ruin them. Like, it was just mind-boggling. Like, okay, it wasn't that mind-boggling because, let's be real, this is just the world as it is. Rape is just, eh. It's a mistake. Everyone makes a mistake. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A mistake is actually mixing two paints together or losing your phone or something. Actively going out with the plan to hurt someone else, that's not a mistake. That has intent. Exactly. Like a, someone knocking over a glass of water, mistake. A mistake is something you can clean up and just go and start over. You can't, the victims of those type of events can't just start over. Mm-mm. Sometimes their lives are completely halted because they can't get past it because they're not allowed to talk about it. It's like uh, even the intersectionality of rape culture and religion. Oh, God. Girl, that mess is just so crazy. Like, there was, mm-hmm. there was, I watched a TV show about cults and there was an episode about Jehovah Witnesses. I'm not sure you know their name of religion, but for the sake of purposes of this episode, there one of the girls I was talking, she was sexually assaulted by a high-ranking member. Mm-hmm. And they covered that shit up. They told her to shut up, don't say anything. Her parents didn't believe her. And it happened to a lot of other girls with well, his kids in general in the, in the religion, but it was covered up. Come to find out, like, people investigated uh, the Jehovah Witness main headquarters. They found a lot of money that they were paying off to a lot of people. Wow. That's kind of I can't like... remember the name of the show because it aggravation because I remember because they were like an investigation show that they were paying off. Like they were throwing money out. Like they were paying off strippers to keep these families silent. See, that reminds me of that um that uh Scientology doc that I saw on Netflix. Netflix just has all the good documents, uh documentaries. That and listen, Netflix, like I love me a good documentary. Netflix. I'm like, you know, y'all may keep up in your price, but if you keep dropping these type of documentaries, you're gonna keep me here. Facts. That's like, <laughs> you're educating me. I'm okay with it. I but really like, do love learning about these, even if it is morbid. It's something like, oh God, like that documentary about that man that kidnapped a girl like three times and was fucking the parents too. Girl, that shit was wild. Oh I'm like, God. wait a minute. My mom would have and took her to Mexico. My mom would have came to Mexico. Girl, especially there, after she found out he was assaulting me the first time. Child, there wouldn't have been a you spend the night over our Mexico. neighbor's house. <laughs> yeah, my mom wouldn't let me go down the street without knowing where the hell I was going. I'm like, mom, is this Look, the, you don't see me up the street. We have playing to be home by the street lights. Come on Ooh, now. <laughs> but well, like, yeah, like that documentary was wild, and that's that also plays a part of rape culture. Like they're like, okay, because like they think because this person's nice, this person's been friendly. People, especially people who are out to like abusers, mm-hmm. a lot of them are very good with words. Yes. And that is the most terrifying part about it. 
no matter gender, abusers are damn good at words and like the emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrifying. And that's why people don't believe victims. They're like, why are you there for so long? It's a mentality, like they feel like they're stuck. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. why are you there for so long it's a mentality like they feel like they're stuck because mm-hmm. we don't know what's being said to them on a regular basis to behind closed doors especially yeah. when the victims when they start being abused like they're they're young like when you see cases about men and women who are stuck in abusive relationships with someone else when you look at it, a lot of the relationships they've been in there for a couple of years when it started off when they were younger or like and sometimes the partner has a a good number of years on them that's like uh i know somebody might get triggered by it but i don't give a damn like <laughs> when, uh, when the um r kelly uh series thing surviving came out, r kelly surviving r kelly you know I, I i i appreciate them for doing that but i need them to go ahead and do a surviving weinstein doc like for real yeah uh, uh i need them to do like uh um uh, a lot of hollywood um executives do their survivings because it's mm-hmm. more than just like r kelly out here it's more than way Jeff more than r kelly it's 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 too many um you know there was there's a, way more than matt gates out here like <laughs> what was it one the one the uh guys from boys meets world Ooh. the best the main the main guy's best friend Sean? yeah apparently like there's been i'm not sure if there's a document but i remember seeing someone saying like it was a well-known best kept secret that he was being assaulted by higher ups. Oh my. That's kind of like the uh, situation with uh, Nickelodeon. The mm-hmm. fact that um, there was, a, was it the Zach that has a lot of issues? Who, uh, From the iCarly show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was one of the executives. I've never seen that. Like, I, I would love to hear that story uh, of, you know, unraveling that but you know of course that is uh, this, to get the story a lot of t- requires children of- stars in general mm-hmm. like i feel for a lot of because you see them like not too many are still that same happy-go-lucky person that they started off to be a lot yeah. of them are a lot more reserved and just they just want to live their life like amanda Bynes is asking to in her conservation ship mm-hmm. and people are like no i'm like a conservation ship, conservation ships, and someone shouldn't have their life dictated to them just because someone doesn't like their actions. Mm-hmm. Like now, I understand if it's something that's life threatening, like they're a possible harm to themselves and others. I can understand situations like that, but if they're just making regular mistakes in life that people make, making the wrong decision about a relationship. 
a wrong financial decision, that happens. I have made a couple of those. I've learned from and I just kept going. My parents, they come in like, you can't have this right anymore. Mm. And I think that also plays a factor into rate culture. When you look at it, it's mostly women that they try to stop our actions. Like if you look at Texas, we can't do shit in Texas, apparently. Yeah. I'm terrified. I would not. I would not ever but, move to Texas. Oh, my. But yeah, it's just like men are allowed to be confident, outspoken sexual beings. Mm-hmm. But if a woman does it, we She's are suddenly a, a harlot, a whore, whore, ho, a thought pocket, all these things. It's like, but you complain when women don't have sex. And in fact, that's how several mass shootings were blamed on the fact that women will not date men uh, or that protect or that, or that protect. Had, that a, had a bad man. day. Like, I, I, I don't get like how. Like, let's go back to the Atlanta situation with old dude who had a bad day. That's this. That shit pissed there. me off. Yet we're not going to say anything about the fact that he literally went to um, a spa that, well, I didn't know that was known for, you know, some type of sex work related oh, activities. I know um, a lot of spas mm-hmm. throughout Georgia are known for it. Makes sense. Because um, Atlanta is actually a major sex trafficking location. Macon is a good highway because we are literally in direct middle of the state. True. We have a connection to most of the cities, so it's a good... It's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible fact. Yeah, is what you were saying? Like, I, I saw comments of individuals blaming the workers who are being forced in that environment for... Like because they are working in a sex spa, they deserve to be murdered by a person who was having a bad day, who also frequently visited those. I think in the official reports, he was blaming for his lack of money. I can't remember back the actual wording of it. He was upset. He didn't have any more money to go to these places. And he was just, fuck it. I'm like, no, he targeted these these specific locations with these specific staff members of a specific race no he was just being he's a terrible fucking person horrible i mean entire i'm always trying to like especially when the mass shooter is white they're trying to always come with this outreach convoluted explanation for their actions it's like no they just want to do a shitty act who was who was that swimmer's name that raped the woman that got caught and they're like he was just and his dad was like, it's a boy having a good, like, rock something. Oh, you're talking about the, uh, the one, Stanford? Yeah. Stanford he got, kid. he wanted to be an Olympic swimmer. The Olympic board was like, fuck you, homie. Banned. Never allowed to swim here. We don't associate. <laughs> and <laughs> like, like he only, he was only sentenced to like six months in prison, but only mm-hmm. served half of that. Mm-hmm. Girl, there's this, uh, uh, there's a police officer who's only serving a day in jail. Well, he was, I don't know if he was um, out on bail or if he was serving some time before his sentencing. I I, I need to go back to that article. I kind of talked about it in my uh, dissertation defense, but um, Odoo literally only spent, he's going to only spend like one day in jail and then be on probation for raping two women. And uh, he was convicted of this. And now the judge is also trying to overturn his convictions. Like, yeah, the fuck? Like they would do anything to let a rapist slide. And I'm like, and this is of any race I've noticed too. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, 
the fair skinned ones will get off a little bit lighter, but most rapists will get off, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of victims don't come forward. And then they're like, why don't you ever speak about it? When you are questioned, first of all, the police officers don't believe it first out. They just want like, are you just some, you're just mad at this person? You want to ruin their life, which does happen. I'm not condoning that. Those people need to be thrown in jail too, mm-hmm. making a false report. Just throw their asses in jail because that, that can ruin someone's them. life. And it can also take away from the validity of actual victims. Mm-hmm. So if they make a false report and it's proven to be false, throw their asses in jail too. Because they fucking up for those who actually need help. Mm-hmm. And I think um, right now, 95, uh, last I checked, but I know this was mostly towards collegiate students, but that's where most of the data comes from that we uh, have <laughs> in society mm-hmm. these days outside of CDC. Yeah. Uh, but 95% of sexual assaults go unreported. 95%. That's a lot. I, there's a book that I read that uh, is based in a, let me look it up real quick. It actually talks about rape culture on campuses. Oh, I and I remember that. reading the line that a woman went to the campus police or regular police can't remember but the one of the cops was a female cop and she didn't no that's not it okay i found it it's a bit older i believe i can't remember when it came out but i remember reading it a couple years ago but yeah one of the cops was like it's no different at any other college campuses and when the writer was like she's not wrong rape cases across campuses are actually about the same Mm-hmm. about and its reporting rate no matter how big or small the campus is and that was really really sad uh, you can't see it as oh missoula oh i know that one I, okay i actually um used some comments from that uh in my paper my uh, dissertation i need to actually read the full thing though mm-hmm. it's actually a really good book and one of them like it was a childhood friend that raped her at one point she recorded him admitting it but come to find out, she couldn't use that. Like, so this is going off another case that happened. <laughs> so there, this was last year. Young man, he's like twenty. Um, he raped like several young girls, four, four. Uh, he was, uh, I think, seventeen. He was a serial at the rapist time. at that point. Serial rapist, yes. Uh, and he raped one girl. Uh, it was his friend's, his sister's uh, close friend. Put his hand over her mouth. She's crying and everything and just raped her and um, even told her to stop being such a baby during the process. And they went to jail. I'm not with the jail. They went to court. And I think he got two years of probation, uh, uh, at home probation. And that's it. Um, mm-hmm. Probably a year or so in actual jail. But that's still a slap on the wrist of the fact that you literally rape someone and actively continue knowing that they were uncomfortable and you literally put your hand over their mouth to, uh, and you admitted that you've done this. So you mm-hmm. admitted that you raped someone and then you still get off. Like, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of like, I'm not saying don't report, but definitely do report, but it, it gives that mindset of, what's the purpose of me reporting if it's not going to go anywhere um which yeah, is why just, a lot of men do. don't report their own sexual assaults because men it, rarely they report less than women because they'll be mocked they're like aha you're not a man why are you so against this da, 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 the woman was hot especially if the woman's hot oh yes like they're like why are you complaining like the whole what is it 
older woman, hot older woman, young teenage boy mm-hmm. joke. I'm like, no, that's terrible. Which brings I, me to another situation. Because even South Park made a joke about that. That joke, the whole episode was wild. Like only who was it? Kyle. Only Kyle thought it was wrong. The only one that made us a fuss about it. Then he told his parents, and his parents like, hold. Well, the dad was like, okay, okay, wait a minute. But the mom was like, fuck that. <laughs> but the police were like, nice. Mm-hmm. That's like um, you remember a couple years ago uh, with the little Boosie situation, and I only oh bring god, it up that because... was so disgusting. I actually had people on my timeline like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, it's a child. He's like nine. He was like nine at the time. The kid. I think he, he might have been 13. I think he was a because um, he, he has two. He has two kids, like two sons. He had that mm-hmm. had it done, I believe. Either way it goes, I'm like, that's wrong. It, and what, what was this wrong. excuse? Like to make sure they're not like not, not gay or something. Boosie has like some that. weird hard on about gay people. And it's, it started to become kind of, sus. It's like, sis, just come out the closet. Please, too. You and Tyler Perry, y'all could date each other. I'll be here for it. <laughs> like, damn, shut up. No one's this fucking mad. Even conservatives don't even talk this much about it. Low key. Like, um, like damn. And I, I don't like to just uh, like only use Boosie, but because uh, you know, Boosie had a wild ass adventure. It's, it's a lot of people out here who um support that and follow that or even d- did that to their own children. It's just that's the only one I could think of right now. But it's well, like, here's the mo- most recent one like, that's been blatant about it. The fact that you have so many people who are talking about, oh, no, that's not wrong. Shoot, I, I had a thing for older women when I was a kid, too, and I've done that, too. You were sexually assaulted. There you go. That's the, that's what happened to you. Like, that, that person took advantage of you. <laughs> like, there's a thing that you can be interested in someone older, mm-hmm. but you should never pursue that. Like, if the age range is a year or two, and you're also within that, I'm like, fine. But that person is, like, 10 years older than you, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, 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 it's crazy. That's why I do get a little creeped out when I see people, like, our age. Mm-hmm. like late 20s looking at people in their early 20s late te- like 18 19 mm-hmm. to about 22 i'm like what 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 are you doing here like while they're all consistent adults that mindset is completely different that's true that's true child that's why I, like, like 18 to 22 you're still trying to figure what the hell you're trying to do in, in the morning <laughs> you just know about freedom it's like truthfully it's like even with myself if if um someone that's like okay definitely 19 i just can't do nothing with you leave me alone you god no you can't get a drink fuck you no (laughs) like um 21 22 you're drinking like a fish because you can now you can but it's like what you you don't have any substance about yourself to be in like an intimate relationship with me anything uh, if it's sexual it's sexual that's it's just going to stay like that of course you know consent focus but it's like mm-hmm. other than that mm, i don't know because you have a lot of growing that you still have to do your brain's yeah. not even developing <laughs> like, like and that's why that's how you see a lot of these abusive relationships they're like mm-hmm. when i met him he, or met her she was like 28 29 they were like 20 mm-hmm it's like you, you, uh, at age 26, 27, that, that not 26, 27, but between 26 and 30, when everything, your entire age becomes a blur, you forget mm-hmm. how old you are. You just know you're not 30. 
Mm-hmm. But you've lived so much life that um, you figure, start to realize that I'm trying to come into myself for real, for real at this point. And mm-hmm. you think that someone who doesn't even know who they are, barely know about their freedoms, barely even know how to express themselves in a healthy way is going to be an ideal partner for you. Like, granted, yes, trauma does age people. It mm-hmm. does age. It, sometimes it might happen, but you have to you have to be willing to have therapy on your part that that other person that your younger partner whoever it may be they need to have therapy on their part they need to have foundation be able to uh, be independent on their own without mm-hmm. mommy and daddy's help and all this other stuff like it's yeah. so many factors into uh engaging or dating somebody that is like literally eight plus years younger than you like, I'm not saying that it can't happen. It has. People have flourished. But in a lot of cases, like, you also, on the flip side, you also see, like, those power dynamics where a lot of abuse happens. Where it doesn't have to be physical. Mm-hmm. Emotional and verbal abuse are way more damaging than physical abuse, in right. my opinion. People can have different opinions, but in my opinion, emotional and mental abuse lasts a lot longer. I, I I actually agree with you 100% uh, because, yeah, physical abuse does have lasting effects. It does har- harm you, mm-hmm. but physical abuse also has a mental aspect to it also. Mm-hmm. So it's like that mental uh, outweighs the physical because people go back to their abusers because of uh, the mentality that they're in yes. or because that become, became their normal and it's hard for them to break out of that because of some kind of mental block that they have so the mental yeah. it, to me as well outweighs that physical abuse not to lessen what the physical side is no not to lessen at all like even if you look at what's going on in society now and a lot of people who are uh impacted by you know QAnon theories and all the other stuff Mm -hmm. that is their belief system is based off a lot of mental trauma or a Mm -hmm. lot of manipulation of their own mind and and you see how that is impacted them they're willing to die in this point in order to I don't know what their goal is at this point. Yeah. And then you look at it, like a lot of uh, the people who argue against it are uh, are older. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them are also men mm-hmm. of all age ranges. Older men and women, and then mostly men of the younger generations, defend actions like this, like, ass- like sexual assault and just abuse in general. That's because the mentality has been shifted down mm-hmm. by generation and generation about certain things. Like the men are the dominant, quote unquote, quote unquote, dominant one in the relationship. Therefore, like, and also a lot of them refer back to the Bible about mm-hmm. the wife submitting to the husband and listening to him and stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a lot of things in the Bible that can be used and not used. This is a lot of things that we shouldn't do. But a lot of people cherry pick. Mm-hmm. So it's just like when you see people comment about how so- if someone was assaulted or something, it's mainly older people and men. They're like, what were they doing? Why? Quote, and yada, yada, yada. Give me the laundry list. <laughs> Answer all these questions rather than just saying, oh, that yeah. So it's just like, and then women who, <laughs> and they view women of the younger generations as terrible because one, we're not submitting. You can talk to me. We can come have this conversation together, but I'm not submitting. My, I'll 
I don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, my boyfriend will make a decision. I'm like, why? He'll explain. I'm like, cool, Bean, let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to follow blindly. And that's Especially what... if I'm involved in this. Like, if it's by himself, he wants to do it. I'm like, be safe, have fun, don't die out there. But if it involves me, explain. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between our generation and many other generations. And like, I like, I'm getting comfortable with my body. I like buying little thought pocket outfits. Because one, I have a job. I can pay for it. I sustain my living. I don't care. I'm going to buy what I want. Amen. And I look good in my little thought pocket outfits. And I look great. And we'll go with my friends with my little thought pocket outfit and have a good time. Amen. Like, that's how you're supposed, you're not supposed to just live in a box and be, I'm not wearing a turtleneck sweater all damn day. That shit sounds hot. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how a lot of, like, when you look at the outfits back then, I'm like, damn, I can't see your neck. I can barely see your pinky fingers. What the hell is going on here? Child. So it's like, I wanted this, let me live. Like someone will, f- I'll meet someone who's happy with me and is okay with how I act. If it's not for you, then keep it trucking and find someone who will. Like how me and you said, the toxic masculinity meets the pick me's and they are perfect together. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Like that's that. See, they have that dynamic right there. Like it- I'm a man, like the alpha, like the alpha podcast. Her. The betas. <laughs> oh, betas. That film podcast also contributes to rape culture. No matter, because they're like, a man can do this, a man is that. Women, yada, yada, yada. Men create the value. That, like, no. No. And it is like, every time a woman has, has sex, her value goes down. Therefore, she has to stick with that man she had sex with. And it's like, what? That's actually in some of those podcasts. I don't, the math ain't I want to see you clips of people making fun of it because that's one way I watch it. Because they literally say shit like that, how women, like women's value becomes lesser. Like, what's a lesser? They, fuck it, they're devalued every time they have sex and have a kid. So therefore they have to stay with that man. What? In order to preserve, you know, they're losing their value. They have to stick with that man. That way their value is not as diminished. And I'm sitting there like, the fuck are y'all talking about? I don't know you if know, I'm too dumb to understand or I'm just on a different well, level that I just can't comprehend. I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm going to send you some clips because Alpha Podcasts like, contribute to rape culture. Actually, they are a part of rape culture. It's like the shit that they say. Child, let me get my advertisements on their uh, podcast so people can actually go somewhere that will actually heal you and <laughs> so you like, can understand. Like, also, like, one of them invited a woman to the podcast and they just talked over her. Is this the, um, it's, who, who's the host? There's of several of them. There are several. Some are actually getting banned. They started off on, I think some were on TikTok and they're getting banned from a lot of social media sites just because, like, the shit that they're saying. Like, wow. Mm. Vernon, it's wild out here on the internet. Uh, this is why I, 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 I'm, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it, Lord. I just can't. Oh, which uh, this is completely off topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people, because I had this conversation uh, in the past, do not agree with me because of this. Um, but I, I want your your uh, opinion here. You remember the Bill Cosby situation, Felicia Rashad, mm-hmm. when she stood up. Uh, I'm on the side of Felicia Rashad in that. What was her stance again? So her stance was pretty much, um, now this is not me saying I'm with Bill Cosby. 
let me say that already because the, the nigga still needs to be in jail but so she pretty much was like um there's a lot of black men who just go, uh are being attacked uh and bill cosby just happened to be one of those and we have to be cognizant of that that um essentially um there are certain people who may have who lied on him and you know stuff like that Mm-hmm. um she was an apologist of bill cosby mm-hmm. now it's not the apologist side that i'm defending when it comes to felicia rashad it is her mindset that i'm defending what's the mindset so for me i think back about what she experienced in her life uh, and this is the thing that a lot of people don't because her mindset loki does go into her uh, apologist side and you know how people were making the argument that the government is uh, out to get Bill Cosby mm-hmm. because the government be out here to get black men. So I was thinking about her speaking out uh, and w- the words that she was saying and taking her historical context into perspective. Now, with her being wealthy, she is removed from a lot of the shit that a lot of people are going to uh, face on a regular basis because she's been removed from that for some time. And... I also think about what traumatic experiences she may have uh, come across because one, to her, Bill Cosby is a friend and I, I, I let that be however it wants to be. But I, I'm like, so she witnessed a lot of Black men in her lifetime either be prisoners of war, uh, well, political prisoners, assassinated like uh, MLK, mm-hmm. uh, Uh, Malcolm X and then she also witnessed a lot of black trauma uh, or just the government going after black man after black man after black man Mm -hmm. so when it comes to a friend of hers that she just wants to protect that she's mostly just speaking out on the fact that because of the trauma that I experienced this is the same thing happening in the situation Mm mm-hmm that's that's what I defend when I speak on what happened with Felicia Rashad because yeah, a lot of understand. people like cancel her and I'm like why like I if she would just talk about that part like what she's been through mm-hmm. and just left out the Bill Cosby part I think people would have been with her I think it was just the fact that how because I just looked it up because I forgot all about it <laughs> I think the fact it just came off very dismissive Mm-hmm. of the trauma that these women have gone through and then they had to relive because you know people are like Kavi didn't do that shit Dada, why they wait so long i even had i even got to argue my own mother about it about bill cosby and r kelly mm. because my mom she's in her late 40s she's in that demographic that grew up with bill cosby and banged out with r kelly when he was starting to come up so it's like ma you gotta think about it if this is the reaction that you are having now, like you, like what if it was me? And then I see you out here posting this shit. Would you? Want, could I talk? She's like, yeah, no, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And that put that put things in perspective for her. Because if it was like me or one of my sisters or hell, even my little brother that went through a situation like that, and then we see her posting defending someone that hurt us, we're like, you tell us we can come talk to you, but it makes it not a fact at that point. Mm-hmm. so it was like i can't talk to you and i think that's the thing that is really missed in uh, social media or just in regular conversation these days mm-hmm. is um that opportunity of just talking or help, helping somebody see it 
in your mm-hmm. own view because it's so we're so reactionary well not we like me and you but you know as a collective we are all so like me and my mom have the same temper but we were yelling <laughs> oh never mind <laughs> but it's like because no, my mom's when she, my mom it's a defense mechanism for my mom well fucking my mom had a t- traumatic childhood growing up my grandmother's trash mm. my maternal grandmother is absolute trash i don't talk to her i don't want to ever talk to her and i mean type was saying it's your grandma that's family fuck yeah. her i won't even show up to her fucking funeral i don't like her that much because she fucked over most of my aunts and uncles and my mom so it's like no i don't want to and then that ends up falling back on the kids and she was terrible to grandkids most of us so it's like that trauma leads down mm-hmm. like i think i'm the only one the grandkids who experienced it heavily like in the in the first set of grandkids because the rest of them came like 10 years later and they were kind of removed from it so they didn't experience it as much but i'm one of them i was really the main one who took on brunt of like the family trauma like i was the dark sister i was the bigger sister like in heavy set stuff like that i was the quote-unquote nerd i took on a lot of that that abuse Mm-hmm. and i i got counseling i got i got help i i found ways to deal with it i'm better now so it's just like my mom's my mom never went to therapy a lot of my aunts and uncles never gone to therapy and it shows because my mom's first instinct when she's on the defensive is to yell mm-hmm. and i'm not and since i get triggered when i'm yelled at because that's all they did i yelled back i'm like you ain't talking to me like this and i even told her that I'm like, you may be my mother, but you're not going to yell at me in such a manner. So pop the fuck down. And then she she was like, what? I'm like, you fucking heard me. Pipe the fuck down because we're not yelling. And then she started to calm down. I'm like, here we are. Now we can talk this out. And that's where we had the discussion. What if it was me, my older sister, my younger sister that went through those things? And then we see you out here blaming the victim. How can we talk to you about it? Mm-hmm. How could we come to you in that manner? So it just took a lot. I had to reach her on her level and bring her back down. Cause like I, my therapist was like, it's okay to cuss at your parents. They piss you off and they're treating you like you should be treated. I'm like, damn, I yeah. see why I pay you. <laughs> Cause look, you just need one person to give you that permission. Yeah. And it was like a, such a, I'm not sure why, but it's like a validating thing. People are always like, you can't yell at your parents. You can't do this. But I'm like, a lot of us carry trauma from our parents because our parents never dealt with their own traumas. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm not about to, and I'm not going back to where I came from. Like I was a ball of anger. I'm going to admit it. I was a ball of anger at one point. And I'm like, nope, I ain't going back to that stage. I'm a lot healthier. I'm a lot happier. So my mom started yelling. I'm like, who the fuck it is you talking to? And it's like, my mom wasn't used to us yelling back at her. Mm-hmm. me and her do have the same temperament but i'm also also have my uh dad's temperament as well like i have my mom's temper my dad's temperament so it took i'm like don't yell at me i even gave her like please stop yelling stop yelling and i'm like you know what who the fuck you talking to calm your ass down and pipe the fuck down she's like who are you talking to i'm talking to you you're the only one in the kitchen who else am i talking to so it just like it takes a bit to fight. We have to fight our own parents and well, this family in general on rape culture. That is so true. Because it's like, what if it was one of us? I'm like, even if it wasn't me or my sister, it was like one of my cousins, my her nieces. 
Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, some of them, made, some of them, I'm not gonna lie, some of my, some of my cousins out here thought and bopping. They're 22. Oh, they're that's the age 21, 22. Is like they're living life. They're exploring. They don't know what the hell they want to do. I expect them to make mistakes in life. I'm gonna make mistakes. She's gonna make mistakes. I expect them to try to explore life, explore things they do and do not like. Because that's also a time where you explore sexually a lot too. Because mm-hmm. my family. We got lucky. Our family is very open about enjoying sex. Like that was one thing my family did teach us right. You got sex is something to enjoy, not just do it for the heck of it. You have to actually enjoy it. So I'll give my family props on that. They did teach us like you got to enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. Don't just have because someone's like you're pretty. So am I going to enjoy the sex life because you just gave that to me? No, like, you got to work at it. You got to find things what's good for you. So like, yeah, some of them are in, I think one of my cousins in a good relationship right now. She likes the guy. I'm not sure how he treats her. I don't talk to her too much, but she seems happy. And all the pictures she posted them and their son together. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to let it rock. But yeah, like they're advocates on enjoying sex. Even if you don't like the person, if the sex is good, we're not going to knock it. <laughs> like I'll give my family that. They taught us to enjoy sex. They taught us to con- how, how consent works. Because the men in my family don't play that abuse shit. They don't play putting your hands on someone just because they made you mad. Self-defense, that's a different story. But if they make you mad, just walk away. Because mm-hmm. we're a volatile family. We we argue. We verbally argue. It rarely, it rarely comes to physical blows. And then if it gets too hot in a moment, we walk away. So like I give my, I'll give my family that much. Because they did teach us some healthy me- methods of handling anger mm-hmm. just walk away but we still gonna yell <laughs> we're gonna yell we're gonna cuss we're gonna like who are you talking to da, da, da. but we rarely ever come to physical blows uh, that's something that i need in my family i'm not gonna lie because who's childish shit. Shit, i'm just more grateful they taught us about consent and how to and to actually enjoy your sex life because there are some people male and female and in between and beyond that are stuck in relationships because they just think because oh we get to have sex. I'm gonna stay here. I think my family has been on the um back end of learning from me as I learned through my journey. because <laughs> uh, you know, I'd be posting all the um the vulnerability stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like even when it came to like um, because you know, with me being big on sexual violence and sexual mm-hmm. assault um and i post something and uh they're like okay i I, if trey says it i guess it might be right (laughs) (laughs) and then like um that's how i found found out how some other uh, members of my family uh were sexually assaulted Uh, like one of my cousins uh i I forgot who but that person is the father of her child uh, um older cousins like my mom's mm-hmm. generation cousin but that like, happens a lot a, a lot. lot of them actually stick with that person mm-hmm. then there's uh like incest things like that that happens that um just don't talk about uh, enough i'm getting tired of that because that plays a lot into a lot of things mm-hmm. especially within i'm going to speak on our community because it's the only one i know black families like the black community like they can know when one of the family was like mess with the younger kids. They still invite that motherfucker to every function. Mm-hmm. And then when they actually do something, they tell the kids not to say anything. Right. And that just teaches them someone hurt me. So 
and I can't tell them where it's going to get that person in trouble or cause a lot of problems in the family. And I'm like, that's a terrible thing to teach kids because they carry that with them their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let what was it? What was it Medea movie? Which one was it? Um, remember the most recent one? No, it was an older one. It was about the lawyer daughter. Brian. No, Brian. Oh, big, big, big happy family. Yeah. The play. Both the play and mm. the movie. Because they brought up in both how someone had sexually assaulted the daughter that really was against the mom. Like, just did everything the mom didn't like. Right. And she kept that child and told, the t- told her daughter not to say anything. Mm-hmm. And it played out. I'm like, this is actually very realistic because that daughter was so angry at her mother, was just mm-hmm. so angry. And I, when I got older, I realized that anger is justified. It is. She lived through a traumatic event, found out she was pregnant, was forced to keep that child, and then had to see that child every single day until she was old enough to move out and still had to be reminded of that event every single day i couldn't imagine what that would do to somebody Mm -hmm. the fact that it's a tyler perry play so of course it wasn't going to play out this way that she didn't take her own life is shocking but it's tyler perry he wasn't gonna have that in his play but in a real situation mentally someone could be driven to that point and just end Mm -hmm. it all because that's a constant reminder and Mm -hmm. the girl was like i think they said like she was like 13 or something like she was young very young so just she could have died via in childbirth because her body wasn't developed to handle that so it was like this remember i just remember that movie because we brought up the incest and within the black community and like stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i'm like that probably happens far more often than we know Uh, uh, way too often and then i I think about it makes me sad and upset uh, like Rightfully so. Like, I will say, like, uh, a lot of that is very common within that older generation because there was Mm -hmm. so much need of privacy. And I think some of that stems from religion, too. But it's like that privacy of keeping it in house. Jesus will fix it and pray on it. And it's like, take it to Jesus, take it to God. Like, no, we need to talk about this shit. We need to uh, address the pedophile of the family. We need to. Um, talk about the person who continues to harm every single young lady that you can have a, you you were you were assaulted by this person as a child which is the main reason why you don't want your children to be be near that person mm-hmm. but you're afraid to call them by their name because your own parents told you to keep that a secret let yeah. that go let it go because it's only going to continue to eat at you and that's a conversation that we really don't have often within any community, like, especially the Black community, because there are I, so many. I think I ran to one of those uncles one year, and I went home to visit. And like I didn't find out until after everything was said and done. Me and my sister are all adults. My youngest sister's 22 now, so it's like we're all adults in the situation. <clears throat> but it was afterwards, my uncle was like, yeah, I stopped drinking because he was watching you guys dance and have fun. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. because he apparently he was making comments my uncle sitting next to him my uncle's like let me and apparently in his mind he was like let me just sip my beer just because i gotta fuck this nigga up because my uncle is very protective over me and my sisters and his own daughter like he's very protective of his nieces and his daughter like i was i was his little road dog when i was a baby and now my niece his great niece is now the 
the apple of his eye. He loves that little girl so much. Aww. My uncle loves kids. So it was like, I grew up while he is a cheater. <laughs> I, I, like, I love my uncle to pieces because he treats us, treats the nieces very well. He does cheat, but he also let us know, like, don't tolerate no shit from a nigga. Amen. Like, because <laughs> it's so fun. He tells us this, but he has like this weird family thing going on. It's hilarious. But he tells us to tolerate no shit from a, from a nigga, regard, no matter what. He's like, even if it's me, don't tolerate no shit. I'm like, word. <laughs> I like uncle. Yeah. So it's just, I got lucky with that aspect that I had an uncle who was going to fuck someone up. If he even thought they were looking at us wrong for two seconds. Child, I'm that uncle. I'm that cousin. Hell yeah, I'm like that now. I'm like, <laughs> looking at my knees. So I'm like, what are you staring at? She's like, let me roll up my sleeves at the what are you looking at? Look, so it was like we don't do this. We don't we don't play that. So yeah, just talking about all the families that brought up that Medea play and movie, because I rewatched it actually not too long ago. About two during during the quarantine, mm-hmm, I legit watched. I, I want a Tyler Perry kick. I'm like, fuck it, I ain't got nothing else to do but sit at home all damn day. Might as well. I watched them all and just rewatching that pissed me. Like as an adult, I think I was 26. As an adult, going just like living through life, I'm developing. I'm figuring out what I like and don't like. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I was ready to fight the mother. I'm like, now I really understand why this girl is so fucking angry and just talks to you like this. Mm-hmm. And you let it because you failed to protect her as a child. And then you forced her to look at that trauma every day. Mm-hmm. And this is why I will say Tyler Perry, Loki, well, on the highest of keys. His plays are phenomenal. Just stop, 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 bit screen. Please stop with the big screen stuff. It's not for you, sir. It's not. I still got watching me a homecoming, but I saw that picture no, of that wig. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, the, that good girl, money. the wig was laid to the bar like, of like, the universe. Ooh. He probably, he so finally like, probably caved and got one of those Atlanta weed people. <laughs> instead of these damn makeup people all day, he probably uh-uh, caved and got. Only Madea got that. Good. Only Madea got that. Everybody else is like, you got your own. You'll be all right. <laughs> but Madea like, was late. That's real. I saw a couple on Instagram. I'm like, is that a wig? Right. But I'm yeah, like, I just need I just need him to stick with um just place. doing plays because the plays have some great meaning to it. They might be very spiritual and whatnot and very religious. Man, but I, can, them, I can do that. Some asking me like my diary and mad that when she went back to her abusive as ex cheating of a husband. Right. I'm like, why'd you come back? That didn't happen. He dogged you out verbally. He dogged you out. He made you bark. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, that's, 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 that's close to and bay. I don't beg nobody for shit. You can leave. You know, she ended up going to Shamar Moore. I think that's his name. Well, in the movie. One. In the movie. In the play, in she the play, went she back. Did back. The, she did go back. I guess she got enough kickback from that play and realized, you know what? Maybe she should go with the nigga that made her happy. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't going to no motherfucker that treated much, but she did. Yeah, fuck the thing about that movie. She did wait to exhale moment to that, that man. Not to that extent of waiting to exhale, but she did get that wheelchair. <gasps> <gasps> Whoop. 
I'm like, what? I replayed that seeing him fall into the tub like several times because he just went floop. <laughs> I seen fish flop in the sink with more grace. I'm so done. Shit was funny. Don't lie to me. Yeah, that was, you know, was funny. Hell. But um, so let's it's time, you know, do some never have I ever to All you right. know lighten up the mood because this was a, a pretty heavy episode. Um, I hope y'all that's that um, last little bit love that realness that you received today. So um yeah, never have I ever sucked someone's toes or had my toes sucked. Oh, I think he thing. tried as a joke, but I'm like, oh, get get away from me. Mm. It was because like I looked down, like, what the hell is this man doing? All I saw is this goldfish look going around my toe. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, I thought girls like having their toes like, I'm like, no, did you ask me? Look, I have not had it done. Uh, would I? Probably, but I want to make sure I have a nice pedicure before that happens. So you know, I, I feel that that's real. So yeah, um, let's go, let's do a second one. Never have I ever flirted with someone when I knew they were taken. Yeah, I definitely even fucked them because I could. I have too. Uh, I, <laughs> you know what? Let you me, wonder why? Why? Because their partner pissed me off. Oh, that's petty. Their partner called me ugly. He, this is before Cardi B's. Once upon a time, I heard it. I was ugly. Came from a big two nigga. Wanna fuck with me? Eh. I'm like, fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm done. And I told her about it the next day. Oh my god, that what? is some savage shit. And I'm here for it. And I support. No, I'm like, you should have kept your fucking mouth shut. I'm ugly enough to pull your nigga. So what does that make you? And I was 23 and free. So I want to do that now at 28. Because, <laughs> you know, you grow. You grow as a person. You're right. You're right. My um, my message to uh, you individuals who's out here searching for a husband or wife, do not ask God to send you a husband or wife. The reason why is you're asking the wrong questions because the Lord is going to answer that question and send you somebody else's husband or wife. Ask for your ideal partner, okay? Keep that in mind. That's just that's just some wisdom from myself to you. Ask or to stay single for a couple years and figure out yourself. Yes. Like work on yourself. Don't just hop from relationship because that's how people end up in situations that they get mad about later. Stay single for a year and a half. Just enjoy life and go out. Enjoy yourself. Child, that's how you end up with uh, pandemic divorces. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like you. I don't like you either. Why did we get married? Because we look cute on Instagram. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Then take another picture together. You broke up. Oh, when you just find the right one for you, cute. <laughs> they break up three weeks later. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I need to stop shopping. Money. I do need to figure out my dress will look good Saturday. Oh lordy! Well, let me go ahead and close out the show. I got, I got this shit to hold my dress down. <laughs> it's the like same that. glue stuff that cheerleaders and gymnasts use to keep mm-hmm. their uh, outfits in. No, oh yeah, Shane said she's about to be glued. Yeah, oh, yeah, my dress not riding up, even though he won't complain. I'm like, listen, I want to walk without uh worrying about life. Bitch, you better send pictures. Uh, mm-hmm. hmm? what do you say? I said, bitch, you better send pictures. 
I'll send you a picture. All right, cool. I'll send you the clips of those alpha podcasts oh, or the clips making fun of the alpha podcast because I ain't watching them bitches directly. <laughs> oh, I should do um, reaction videos for my uh, for the YouTube channel. Listen to those. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. You mean um, Akeem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we still got to do our Batman episode. But, um, <laughs> you trash. <laughs> trash as fuck. Oh, somebody's triggered. Anyways, um, thank you all for listening to the Holiloquy podcast where we step out and talk about sexuality. Thank you so much, Shane, for... No problem, my love. Thank you for being vulnerable and just being open and just You know, that comes with therapy. Facts. Because they teach Black girls, like, to be strong. Yeah. We're not allowed to be vulnerable for some reason. Not at all. Child, we gotta be the rock. Child, that reminds me of my upbringing can't even cry mm. Hell no. i cry now i enjoy Hell it oh yeah cry it out <laughs> i'll cry with you if you want to sit down well we gotta do it virtually but i'll pull up the, the zoom <laughs> we can have our little tubs of ice cream and just say fuck this I we can watch a lifetime movie cry, we, cry. <laughs> we can watch a lifetime movie oh god please no not lifetime i'm just gonna do every single lifetime movie white woman some trouble Black best friend. She's still in trouble. Oh my gosh, the killer is a white man. I used to date. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. Oh, wait, they they have they diversified. They also have the Asian best friend and the um um South South Asian best friend. You know, probably someone from the Caribbean every now and again. During Christmas season. Girl, I saw one one little uh, clip that was like, oh, look, this Hallmark Christmas movies. It was literally the same color scheme, you know, the red and green. They swapped the, they kept the same. Oh, yeah. Theme, Hallmark Christmas was the exact same know. movie. They just changed the cast and setting. Right. I'm like, the fuck are we doing? But this listen, they, they good to watch during the, we had nothing else to do in wintertime now. I'm like, that, that, that's, that's my cue that America is extremely depressed because you know what they say. You watch the same thing on repeat when you're when you have you're, you're going through a high state of anxiety. We can't change mm-hmm. shit up, which is why we have reboot after reboot. But the reboots are doing some little changes, but it's still but they're wholesome, bad. okay? They are. It's like, fuck, <laughs> that kid has no right to be that damn cute. Right. <laughs> oh was shit. I I forgot. We'll so this episode out. This episode is over at this point. So y'all, please make sure you <laughs> like, subscribe, follow, uh, comment, <laughs> follow us on YouTube, all this other shit. <laughs> Take care, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. If you or someone you know and love are battling with thoughts of suicide, we ask that you reach out and talk to someone. You are not alone. I have battled with similar thoughts, so I understand how you are feeling in this moment. You are not weak. You are not a burden. You are a person with valid pain and experiences. You are loved. If you are in that headspace where you cannot see the brighter side of life or just wanting to end it all, please reach out to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. 8255. If you're not ready to talk on the phone or if you just prefer to text, the crisis text line can be reached by texting HOME to 741741. 
Again, text HOME to 741-741. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, and we hope you're still with us for our next episodes. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.heauxliloquy.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.